Episode 48 of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast, how to define and develop your personal strengths. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you succeed with your online business. And this show is for you, whether you're just starting to think about this concept or you already started your business, but you need some help in getting it off the ground and haven't made your first online dollar yet. But maybe you're making a later in life pivot and you've finally decided to pursue that dream you've had in the back of your head for the past 10 to 20 years. You know, I've been there and I'll help you through this process and turn your dream to destiny step by step giving you the ingredients you'll need for the recipe of small business success. So today's episode is what I like to call an executive summary of the ebook that I have called Developing Your Strengths. This is more of a condensed version for the sake of time for the podcast. And I wanted to talk a little bit about this today because for so long, people have been struggling with this topic. And until a few years ago, myself included, it's only been Recently, I'd say the past five years that I've been focusing more and more on how to prepare for retirement and what kind of retirement lifestyle I'd like to have and just to focus on what I need to do to get there. Now, I've been saying time and time again in different podcast episodes that, you know, I have both active and passive income from my business and and how much I've enjoyed that over the past Oh, you know, 19 to 20 years. And I'd like to help others create that kind of multiple income stream as well. But lately with the economy fluctuating and taking a dip last year, uh, my passive income is also taking a dip and I need to build that back up again. So I cranked out a number of eBooks on various small business startup topics and offer some for free, but most of them are fee-based because I cram so much into them, I, I know they're worth the money. So I, I hope this episode will help you on your life pivot or small business startup journey. And feel free to reach out to me and ask a question or two, and I'll do my best to get back to you as quickly as I can. And, and don't forget that this executive summary is available for free as a download on my resources page at tomclaremont.com slash resources. So developing your strengths, finding your passion, let's dive in. So you can only reach your ultimate development in those areas in which you have a passion for. Right? For example, you, you can't really become a true golfer, a really great golfer, if you don't even like to play the game, right? So, you know, maybe you're fortunate enough to already know what you're most passionate about, or, or maybe you feel like you've never had the chance to really consider what your passions are. And I, I wasn't raised by parents to have goals and dreams, or even think about the possibilities that come with, you know, living in the United States. Uh, my parents weren't educated past high school and didn't even have a conversation with me about my future. I had to figure that out on my own. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, this made success as an adult a lot harder to figure out. I didn't know what my strengths were and didn't know how to find out. When I took a personality test in high school, the results came back that said I'd make a good farmer, you know, 
like great news for a kid that never set foot on a farm or lived in a small town all his life. But if you're finding yourself in a similar situation where you have a dream of being an entrepreneur and you're, you're not quite sure which direction to go in, take some time now to find what your passions are. Your, your greatest strengths will ultimately be those things that you do and practice and develop the most. It only makes sense to spend all that time on something that you love. Uh, here's a surefire plan to find your passions. So consider your history. Look back. At, you know, what are the things that you've enjoyed the most? What are some things that you've always wanted to try but never have? What things sort of come naturally to you? What, what are you really good at? So ask yourself, can I see myself doing this regularly over time? It, it might be a blast now, but if you only want to do it a couple of times a year, it's, it's not really a, a passion. A passion is something that you want to learn all about and develop a real level of expertise for. You know, think about if there's a, a way to make it a career. You know, maybe you can make money at your passion. Maybe you can only do it part-time, but you know, consider the possibilities. If, if your work is related to your greatest passion, it's, it's like you'll never have to, to work again. <laughs> I, mean, I thought my love for astronomy would lead me to become an astronomer, but I couldn't see me loving it if I did it full time. And at the time in the late 70s, the pay was very low anyway. But find something that you're really passionate about and you'll be in a much better position to develop your strengths and enjoy a great life. Do you have a natural tendency to do something specific? Like, has anybody ever said to you, you know, I wish I could do that? You know, I said that to a guy um, a couple of blocks down who built his own uh, front deck uh, that needed to be uh, torn down and, and rebuilt. You know, I'm riding my bike around and, and I stopped and I go, did you do that? Did you build that? And he said, yeah, this it was old and my daughter's, you know, getting bigger and, and the spaces in between the vertical, you know, slats weren't uh, to code. And I just built another one. I told the guy, I go, I, I can't do that. You know, I wish I could do that. You know, it, it's that kind of stuff that if you're good at it, you can build a business around that. So part of the way that I like to recommend on how to, uh, focus on our strengths and our abilities is to um, have some time alone where we can uh, either meditate or pray and um, just to, to th really focus on uh, not only ourselves, but beyond ourselves. Okay. And so for the sake of uh, today's episode, um, you know, I have in the executive summary, meditation slash prayer, meditation slash prayer. I'm just going to call it prayer. And for the ease of just, you know, conversation here, I'm just going to call it prayer. So um, when you hear the word, um, you know, prayer, is it something that you're already familiar with or does it seem strange to you? Um, you're, you're probably not alone, but uh, prayer is a tool that uh, can be used by uh, everyone. And, you uh, you know, you don't have to um, be in any specific place uh, to do it. And and I believe that, you know, God can really give guidance and clarity to uh, our struggles, our issues, uh, the things that 
um, um, sort of get in our way and we can break down those barriers. We can break down those walls to um, that, the things that we struggle with. So for today's topic, I'd like to talk about prayer for two purposes, right? Number one, to stay focused. You might have heard, you know, the idea of mindfulness. It's a big uh, topic uh, nowadays. And it's just simply the idea of staying focused on what's in front of you. So if you're washing the dishes, you're only thinking about washing the dishes. If you're playing uh, tennis, you're only thinking about playing tennis. You know, if, if you're, you're trying to create if you're trying to create content for your new business, you're able to tune out other things, you know, like the, the background distractions that I have uh, right now. Uh, and, you know, just the ability to focus and, and to, to deal with uh, fear and anxiety is the second reason to focus on uh, prayer. Uh, it's, it's our fears and resistance that stops us from achieving great things. It's, it's very difficult to fail if you have a, a purpose and continue towards uh, the goal until it's accomplished. So remember, it's, it's our doubts and fears that stop us from trying. You think about the biggest accomplishments you've had in your life. Were they the result of you making a decision based on fear? I'm going to make an assumption here and say no. For, for me, the biggest accomplishments and personal gains were the result of positive thinking and the perspective of opportunity and the possibilities, not out of fear. So focus and prayer are incredible tools and probably, you know, two of the most important skills that a person can learn. They're skills that anybody can do also, right? The, the, the key is to start where you are and keep improving. And soon you'll be zoning in on your strengths and in no time you'll see a huge leap in your accomplishments. So let's talk a little bit about goal setting and how it fits into developing your strengths. The goals can be used to accomplish certain tasks like, you know, deciding what retirement will look like or if you have a certain financial goals you like to achieve as an entrepreneur. But the goals can also be directed toward developing a certain skill. Think about what would be most meaningful to you and develop a goal around that. So to have the best chance of accomplishing anything, having a goal is a huge advantage. Without the intention of accomplishing something specific, there's really no telling where you might end up. Have a specific destination in mind and you can determine the course of your life. But to be the most effective, a goal needs to have the following things. A specific time frame. If you don't have a deadline, when is this goal ever going to be accomplished, right? So uh, most of us are already great at procrastinating, uh, but uh, a goal without a deadline isn't a goal. Is it measurable? There shouldn't be any doubt in your mind whether or not you've accomplished this goal. You know, start a side business is tough to measure, but start a business that brings in $1,000 a month is more measurable, right? Is it specific? Now, the, the goal of bringing $1,000 a month is a great goal, but how are you going to do that, right? Like, what about, what about this? Uh, my business will bring in $1,000 a month by both active and passive income. 
I'll perform 75% of the services directly for active income. And it'll create a way to have 25% of my income through passive means like ebooks and affiliate marketing, things like that. Now, that's a little better, right? If you're too vague, then you'll get less than great results. You need a specific target if you want to do your best. So set yourself up for success at developing your strengths, set specific and achievable goals for what you want to accomplish. So I want to take a couple of minutes to talk about visualization and how it works to help develop your strengths. Right. We all visualize uh, various things throughout the day, you know, and, and as an exercise, try to remember something without visualizing it. You, you, you sort of can't, right? Like, like why? Because our, our brains work in pictures. That's just how we work. That's why visualization is a very powerful tool when it's used properly. It's also very powerful when used improperly, but the results are very negative. And that's what helps keep me going in my goals, in my vision of, of what I'm trying to accomplish and the lifestyle I want to have and how I want to retire and the income that I want to have. I'm visualizing that lifestyle. I'm visualizing that income. So there's a few keys to visualization that uh, makes it effective, right? Your vision needs to be believable. You shouldn't visualize yourself being the owner of a restaurant if you don't know the business. Your visualizations need to be related to your goal, and your goal should be reasonable. But it's okay for, if it's a stretch for you, okay? Your, your vision needs to be realistic. And don't visualize yourself becoming a multimillionaire if you don't have a solid plan in place. But believability is about scale and realism and about practicality. Visualize consistency, right? Once a day, twice a day, you know, the, the more you do it, it'll help, it'll just help you succeed. Okay. First thing in the morning, the last thing at night, it, it, whatever you need to do to get your mind in that positive place uh, as you either start the day or fall asleep. Now, it takes time to get through this visualization process, right? It'll take some time to be effective. It's like, you know, gaining or, or losing weight. You can't gain or lose 10 pounds in a day, but, you know, the change over time uh, can be pretty impressive, right? So, so stay with it, right? Work on the big picture. Instead of visualizing only improving your strengths and abilities, visualize yourself as the type of person that would have those strengths and abilities. You need to see and be comfortable with the whole package, not just a piece of it. You know, be, be as vivid as possible, right? Experience your vision with as much detail as possible. Don't just see it. Think about how you'd want to be living and where you'd want to be living, the details of that lifestyle. The more complete the experience, the more you're going to get out of it. So what about positive affirmation and how that would help you develop your strengths? So visualization is a great tool, but it's not the only tool. You know, the other half of the coin is you know, managing self-talk. 
Okay, we all say things to ourselves constantly. You know, and one way to, to minimize the self-talk is to be mindful and focus on the task at hand, right? But anytime there's self-talk, it should be positive. Now, there's techniques to help you use affirmations to your best advantage. And some of them can be uh, to, you know, make a list of the things that you say to yourself that are negative and that don't support your goal. Uh, sometimes, you know, when, when people write things out, they can, it's more uh, evident and uh, more clear to them that, and, and it's sort of a record too of, of the negative talk that we can um, have in our, in our own heads. Um, we all seem to have those negative soundtracks playing in our head, telling us negative things. Re remember, just because you think something it doesn't make it true. And rewrite your list, right? Take all the negative things and rewrite them into positive versions, right? For example, I can't speak in front of 100 people might become, look, I can easily speak in front of 20 people and eventually I'll be speaking in front of 100 people or more, okay? Stuff like that. Next is going to be to think about what you're thinking about, as I like to say, okay? You know, if, if you're awake, uh, you know, um, just monitor what your self-talk is, right? And, and, and that's, what I, that's why I like to say, think about what you're thinking about. You know, anytime you catch yourself, you know, the negative self-talk, you got to stop it. You got to replace it with something positive, you know, repeat it to yourself over and over again, right? Think about those soundtracks that are playing. You know, self-affirmations have been around for a long time. This isn't a, a new concept here, and there's a good reason for that uh, because they work. The next part of uh, developing your strengths uh, has to do with um, some evaluation techniques. So let's dive into that for a little bit here too. Um, so imagine trying to lose weight, but never having the opportunity to weigh yourself or see yourself, right? How would you know if your diet or exercise program was working? I mean, eventually you can figure it out, but you know, no matter what you're trying to accomplish, it's important to measure your progress in some way. Right? This means that you need to measure yourself before you start. If a method of measurement isn't obvious, well, then create one, all right? You know, maybe you need to tame your nervousness during presentations. You could develop a, a 1 to 10 scale or, you know, wear a, a, some sort of a heart rate monitor. You know, there, there's always a way. You know, figure out one that works for you. Some people find value in, in evaluating, you know, the day, right? So, you know, list your successes or failures at the end of the day. You know, what, you know, whether you write this out or just go through it in your head, that's up, that's up to you. You know, what did you do today that moves you forward towards your goal, right? And, and I tell people, look, there's 365 days in a year. If you take a, a baby step every single day and you don't have the ability to fast track uh, a small business launch, and you need to take some time to get through this. Look, take a baby step every single day. At the end of 365 days, you've made some significant progress, okay? So if you, if you need to take longer than, than you thought it would, that's okay. 
If success comes next year as opposed to this year, that's okay. The important thing is you just don't quit, right? So whatever didn't work out today, you know, it's okay to, to, to think about what didn't work out and address those failures, but you just don't think of yourself as a failure, right? If something didn't go right today, something didn't go the right way, or it didn't go as expected, that's all it is. Learning from failure is part of success. It's not the opposite of success. You know, why did something not succeed? Was it a bad decision or was it something beyond your control? You know, what can you do better tomorrow? Come up with a solution for each thing that didn't work out today. Tomorrow you can use the solutions and reevaluate yourself again. Measure your progress toward your goal. This might not be practical to do on a, on, a, on a daily basis. You know, for a lot of goals, you just can't do that. But you, you should be measuring your progress on, on a regular basis, right? Can you see how difficult it can be if, if you don't use these tools up to this point? If you have a goal, you know, reinforce it daily. Use the tools of meditation, visualization, and affirmation and evaluate your thoughts and behavior and your progress. This will help you to move forward towards your goal, right? Practice, practice, practice. Practice is king, okay? You don't have to get it right on the first try, right? Few people do, if any, okay? The only reliable predictor of success is based on the number of hours or times the task is practiced. Nobody reaches the highest levels of accomplishment without many, many hours of practice. So now let's look at some practice strategies. As I say, repetition is the mother of skill. I don't know who said that. Five times a week is better than two, right? Twice a day is better than once, right? So obviously physically strenuous things can't be done daily, but with, with planning, you might be able to do them more frequently than you are currently, right? Have a plan. There's a a huge difference between practicing uh, sort of, you know, haphazardly and and having a plan in place. You know, know what you're trying to accomplish before you even get it started. It it doesn't matter whether you're shooting a basketball, uh, making cold calls on the phone, or learning something new. Have a plan. Practice the right things. We, we tend to, to practice the things that we're good at, but we need to practice the important things that we're not good at too, unless you're going to delegate that out. Be, be sure your time is spent on the wisest possible things, right? In the wisest way. Uh, evaluate after each session. What, what went well? What didn't go well? What do you need to work on next? Should you change your approach? Should you change the strategy? Uh, the most important thing to remember is is that the more you practice, the better you're going to become. So how do we wrap this up today? Developing a strength is really all about practicing it as much as possible. By finding something you're really passionate about, you'll find it much easier to put in the effort. So in reality, you can create a strength from a weakness by spending enough time on it. All it takes is practice. Being passionate makes practice a lot more fun, doesn't it? <laughs> a goal 
provides a target. You can't choose where you want to end up without a target. Reviewing your goals on a regular basis will keep it fresh in your mind and keep it a priority. Prayer is a wonderful thing to learn and to focus on how to minimize stress and distractions in your life, give you clarity, give you direction. You know, it can control your thoughts and your focus and you can control your behavior. Positive affirmation helps to develop new positive thought patterns and to eliminate the negative. Remember, think about what you're thinking about. All that's left is to practice and to continually evaluate your progress, uh, find your passion, and develop your strengths. You'll be glad you did. Well, friends, that's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this content helpful. Uh, Maybe there's somebody you know that could benefit from this podcast as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Uh, Once again, I have some free resources for you to help you get started. Just go to tomclaremont.com slash resources. And there you're going to find a host of free downloadable content to help you get started in your new small business journey. Need more? Want to dig deeper? Well, I have a number of ebooks for you that I have to offer. Just click on the Power Tools button. And friends, as always, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up. <laughs>